Well, the B.C. government is extending its speculation vacancy tax to more communities in January. Squamish, Lions Bay, Duncan, North Cowichan, Ladysmith and Lake Cowichan will be added to the list, which already includes uh, Metro Vancouver, Greater Victoria, Nanaimo, Abbotsford, Mission, Chilliwack, Kelowna and West Kelowna. The government says the tax brings in millions of dollars, which is spent to increase the amount of affordable housing. Joining me now to talk about the speculation vacancy tax is Rob Show, who's a political correspondent for Czech News. Hello, Rob. Hey, Jeff. Thank you for your time on this. And I know uh, uh, this is one of those issues that we all like to debate and talk about here. Um, has the government given any sense of why they decided to expand uh, the speculation and vac- vacancy tax for January? Well, what they say about expanding it um, is that they're trying to you know, free up housing stock, uh, particularly rental stock, uh, in communities where there are low vacancy rates and where local governments have asked uh, or expressed some type of interest in this, although those two things are are uh, not always aligned. But in this case, you know, I have to laugh as a guy who grew up in Ladysmith. Um, you look on the map of how they've expanded this in the island. And there are all sorts of missing communities. You know, you get uh, south of Ladysmith, and then you're into, like, Shemanus, which isn't included, but then you hit Duncan, which is. And it's just, like, it's the only... You can only come up with that kind of map if you were in the Ministry of Finance, looking, uh, <laughs> you know, like, just doesn't make sense in the real world. But the tax is supposed to free up housing, and that's the metrics they use when they expand it. And I, and I guess between 2020 and 2021, I think it was nearly 26,000 additional property owners claimed an exemption uh, because mm-hmm. their units were no longer vacant. So they, 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 And I've heard from government officials as well. They said, look, other cities, other jurisdictions in North America are looking at what British Columbia is doing. In regards to what they talked about initially when they brought in the speculation and vacancy tax, which was let's go after foreign owners and satellite families. Uh, are they, have they been able to uh, extract those dollars from the, those specific owners? Yeah. I mean, remember the original version of this tax was just a speculation tax. That's mm-hmm. what they called it. They added on vacancy only recently because this was never a speculation tax. It did not penalize you for buying and flipping multiple properties. It only penalized you for buying something and leaving it vacant, and only if it was a multi, it was a secondary home, and so they added vacancy to it. And because the original purpose here was, according to the government, not to target people who all you know have uh, cottages or kind of family vacation rentals or pay income tax in British Columbia, or uh, it was supposed to be foreign speculators, and the tax never really worked that way, but. You know, government considers it a success because over the time that it has been in place since 2018, uh, the number of foreign owners who have left the real estate market because of this tax, who are paying it and then left, uh, has, they've, they've dropped 54 percent at least. And so that's great. Government considers that a success. The problem is that the number of B.C. owners hit by the tax during that same time period, uh, has increased uh, almost 49%. And I have to adjust those numbers a little bit this year because they slightly, but th- that, that was as of last year. Mm-hmm. And so what this really is, is a wealth tax on British Columbians who have more than one property and uh, you have a vacation property 
uh, or a property that uh, they don't rent and maybe they, you know, live in it part time or family come in and out. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And the numbers bear that out every single year. You know, there there are 3,230 British Columbian residents who paid this tax last year compared to only 1,000 foreign owners and 1,400 other Canadians and 1,200 satellite families. So, you know, combine the Canadians and British Columbians together, uh, and it's twice the rate of the foreign and satellite families. So that's Mm -hmm. what it is. It's a tax paid by British Columbians on multiple properties, which is fine. It's just not how it was crafted and sold and it's not how the government explains the benefit of it every single year. Now, I'm looking at the numbers here in front of me. The tax brought in just over $78 million in 2021. Uh, $44 million, or 57%, came from foreign owners or satellite families. But the tax rate for satellite families is 2% of a property's assessed value. And the uh, for for Canadian citizens or permanent residents, it's zero point five percent. So yeah. um, locals pay less. I mean, and and uh, the foreigners pay more. But in regards to sheer numbers, in regards to what you're saying, the Canadians and and British Columbians collectively, um, are, there's more of them by sheer number. Yeah, government spins this every year that it's the foreign owners who are paying the specula- most of the speculation tax, which is true, but it's because they pay four times the rate yeah. of British Columbians. And more British Columbians pay it uh, than foreign owners. So it depends on how you want to spin the numbers. The amount, though, is interesting. $78 million this year. I believe the total since it came into place is now $309 million since 2018. So it's not an insignificant chunk of change that government gets every year. It will point out, though, the the NDP that they spend, you know, have spent something like two or three billion dollars on housing during that time. So, you know, 300 million of that is not, um, it's not nothing. But, you know, it's clearly, the way government likes to trumpet this these days is that mostly foreigners are paying it which technically is true if you don't count the number of people paying it. And the money is a great revenue that government uses to fund housing projects. And and that's sort of what it considers the ongoing success of the speculation tax. Yeah, and it's what, not going anywhere soon. It's, it's, it's staying here for yeah, sure. Exactly. I remember when I was in MLA, uh, I got a call from a Calgary resident who owned a property in Victoria. Their daughter um, went to UVic, would live there for a, a portion of the year during the school year. They wanted to keep the condo. One day they'd retire and move into that condo during their retirement years. But because of the speculation tax, they ended up having to sell it. They weren't happy, but it is what it is. Uh, now, in this case, Squamish is going to be included now, um, but they haven't gone near Whistler yet. Are they going to uh, – is there any talk of potentially going – you know, bringing this in in communities like Whistler or other sort of touristy um, type areas? Gulf Islands would be another one as well. No. Um, we, we ask the minister that question all the time. And she says, look, these tourist communities, their population rapidly increases in the summer or in the winter, in the case of Whistler, right? You have this influx of people. And then and to apply the tax that way there would cause problems. And so the Gulf Islands, uh, people have been talking about it and Whistler, they've been talking about it. And the government's held back on that unless they can find some way to put it in there that doesn't disrupt the, the fragile balance of, of, of boom and, uh, and and bust kind of t- uh, tourist towns like that. So, no, I don't, I don't think that, that they're – but they are eventually – I mean, here's the thing about the spec tax now is are they going to keep it in place? I guess so. 
David Eby is bringing in a real speculation tax, uh, like an actual speculation tax. He's calling it an anti-flipping tax, mm-hmm. and it penalizes you if you buy and sell a property within two years. Uh, we don't know the exact rate because he hasn't said it yet, but it was part of his housing platform, and it's still coming. So you will have a vacancy tax in Metro in Vancouver, in the city of Vancouver. You will have a speculation and vacancy tax in place, and then you will have a real speculation tax called the anti-flipping tax. So you're going to have a bunch of different, weird, layered, multiple, oddly named taxes all over the place, which um, confuse some people, I guess. And the question with the government is, do you just leave all this in place, or do you have to at one point rationalize all the taxes and make them make more sense? I think we have an issue that they'll be debating in the next provincial election, that's for sure. <laughs> Thanks so much, yeah. Rob. Anytime. Really.